Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast. For VO industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe using the subscribe button on this site. I'm Gary McFadden, the podcast co-host along with Julie Williams. And in this episode, we're talking with Sarah Sampino of Audiobooks Unleashed. Sarah and her team recently announced a new service that I think will be of interest to anyone involved in narrating or producing audiobooks. Audiobooks Unleashed is rolling out a new distribution service that contains some exciting elements. First, Sarah Sampino, welcome to VoiceOver Insider. Sure. Thanks so much for having me, Gary. Why don't we start with you taking a moment to describe what you're doing with Audiobooks Unleashed? Um, so Audiobooks Unleashed has now rolled out a new distribution service, and really we're trying to help provide a service that allows narrators, publishers, and authors to run what is their business their way. Uh, so we just offer a lot more flexibility, and we offer everything from uh, distribution, which is our main thing, to production services. And what we're really looking to be is a hub where you come to us and, you know, you take what you need and you use that to make your business and, you know, run things the way you want to. Um, so we also specialize in a lot of custom agreements and new royalty agreements that don't exist anywhere else um, in the industry. Okay. And we're going to touch on that again in a minute. To clear up any potential confusion, Audiobooks Unleashed has been around for a while now, but it was initially a service for distributing the um, codes that a narrator and rights holder receive from Audible when an audiobook is produced through ACX. Is that right? Yep. So we started off as a service for promo codes to help um, authors and narrators, you know, spread the promo codes out to get reviews for people and to show people how to use them to market to the best of their ability. Mm -hmm. And will you continue offering the code service in addition to this new distribution service? Yep, absolutely. We have them on two separate websites. Um, so the main promo code site is still under audiobooksunleashed.com. And then for the distribution division, uh, just before it, you type in distribution. So distribution.audiobooksunleashed.com. I see. Okay. And we're going to provide people with that link here at the end of the podcast and also in the show notes so you'll be able to check out the site. Now, most of the listeners who are interested in producing audiobooks are going to be familiar with ACX, the Audiobook Creation Exchange. Let's take a minute to differentiate between what Audiobooks Unleashed is doing and what ACX does. As I understand it, your service is focused on distribution only. Is that right? Um, that's right to a degree. We are actually soon opening up our own sort of matchmaking service of sorts because oh. we, un yeah, we understand that people um, are like, okay, well, where do we find these relationships. Um, and so we're really about everyone having their own direct relationships and not being beholden to any platform. So we are going to offer a very simple free service that will just help people connect with each other in that sort of uh, forum. But we aren't a production company. Um, we do offer we have partnerships with production companies so that if people are looking for those services, we're able to refer them. Um, and if there are costs, they're at, you know, an industry discount. 
Um, but yeah, so we're not, we're not ACX in the sense that we are not, uh, you know, we're not creating a production for someone, but I think that it's pretty similar because when you go into our portal, which we have, it's pretty similar. It's just that you work the way you choose to rather than, yeah, rather than being beholden to that you have to do 15 minutes, that you have to do it in this order. Um, you do get to choose with your with your team. So on ACX, they list books that are available to be produced as an audiobook. It has the cover, it has the description, etc. Will you have that type of portal, or will it be more of a matchmaking system through a forum? I'm going to be honest, we're not sure yet. I actually already have the website made, and the website made has all of those features already. Um, But I just want to be sure we're ready before we roll it all out. And I want to be sure that it doesn't become, that that doesn't become the main focus of our service, because that's something that we're just doing to try to help people, Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. So we actually already have the website ready to go. And it is, it is like that. It's fully detailed. Um, But I am just waiting to roll things out until things are, you know, smooth and, and, you know, we're a tightly oiled machine on the distribution front. Well, that sounds like a good plan. (laughs) Would, would, um, would you have a different set of criteria for listing a book? One thing that frustrates me with ACX when I go in to look for a project is that there are so many three-hour books on best recipes for a keto diet or how to win at Forex. In many cases, I think they're titles that shouldn't even be audiobooks. So will you have some level of criteria that says this book can be here? I, I guess what I'm asking is, are you going to accept any book that comes in the door? Right. I gotcha. So I would say that there's two different um, parts to that answer because I don't think it's a black and white yes or no. I don't think it's my position to judge the content of a book. So, you know, I am not producing the book. I'm not, you know, working together. So I don't think it's my position to decide whether or not a book is, you know, justified to be turned into an audiobook. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we are going through every single uh, submission manually, first of all, to check for scams. Second of all, if someone's putting up a million of those keto books, there is something weird going on there as well. You know, there there are reasons to put all sorts of audiobooks up, but we are going to be looking out for patterns, um, you know, for people who are not looking to you know, make fair agreements with their narrating team. So that's another facet to things and why we want to make sure that we have everything smoothed out before we open up that whole service. Okay. So let's talk about how this is running from your end. Is there a fee for running a project through Audiobooks Unleashed? Or how are you paid for your involvement in a project? Mm -hmm. So no fee at all. Um, There is, so once we distribute your audiobook, um, we do take a commission off of your royalties. So you, I'm going to say you in the general sense, receive 80 to 90% of net royalty receipts. And what does that mean? It just means that 
you know, we have different agreements with over 50 retailers and stores. We negotiate uh, the best agreements we can with libraries, with subscription models, with a la carte models, et cetera, et cetera. And with all of those agreements made, whatever comes into our pocket, we give 80 to 90% directly to the person who, you know, is making the royalties. Okay. So, yeah. So it's 80% for all of the stores and libraries with the exception of Audible, Apple, and um, Amazon. And those three are 80%, are, excuse me, those three are 90%. Okay. And that's one aspect that caught my eye when I was first reviewing your website, is that you do have these two distribution models, the typical iTunes, Audible, Amazon model, and then a wide distribution model. Can you provide some more detail on the differences between those two models? I think you just touched on the fact that one goes to libraries and other outlets, and the other goes to what I'll call the big three. Yeah, sure. So that is really just beholden to the way ACX works. So with us, you have three options. You can either go to the big three, as you said, um, you can go to everywhere from the beginning, or you can go to the big three for one year and hmm. then go wide with wide distribution. Um, and I have, there's a page on our website sort of going through why you would and why you wouldn't. But a lot of people know that the essential reason for that would be if you are not exclusive with ACX, with Amazon, with Audible, uh, then your royalties do decrease by 15%. Uh-huh. So that is the... That's sort of the caveat to that. However, your royalties may decrease by 15%, but you then are opening yourself up to over 50 other places, including libraries, which are really, really important, and physical distribution, so actual CDs. Um, it doesn't make a difference to us which one someone chooses when they go through us. It's not like we make more or less of a commission on either way, but when people ask us, the majority of the time, our answer is that wide distribution is the way to go. But the good thing about going with us is that if you were to go through ACX in a royalty agreement, it would have to be exclusive and you would have to be locked in for seven years. Uh -huh. And seven years is a long time. It is. Um, you know, in a digital world that changes so fast. So the good thing is that we work with ACX and we can, you know, put in any of our royalty agreements as an exclusive agreement or a non-exclusive agreement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if you choose exclusive for one year, you can go back to wide distribution. And so it does just provide a bit more security and a bit more control, I would say. I but I would, I would also say that there are so many reasons to stay with ACX as well. And, you know, we will speak to potential clients and there are reasons. We'll tell them, oh, no, you're probably better off just staying where you are. So we're not really, we work with ACX. We're not trying to sort of make everyone jump off the bandwagon. But then again, there are limitations um, to a service that we are trying to provide a service that does not exist in other places. Mm -hmm. So for those situations, that is, that's what we're here for. Okay. So if I, as a narrator, bring an author and a book to Audiobooks Unleashed, what is the process involved to get that project started on your platform? Yeah, it's super simple. If you go to the homepage, there's a giant button that says add a new audiobook production. So you just click on that and you fill out a quick form 
The form is really just for us, just says what the book is, who the team is, and what the payment plan is, so that we know who we're paying and when. Um, it One person fills it out, doesn't matter who. They uh, sign it. When they press send, it gets sent to everybody else on the team who signs it, and then it gets sent to us. Um, and we always check every agreement so it doesn't automatically come up in your portal like it would in ACX since we're going through everything and making sure that the audiobook is a good fit for our company. Um, and as long as everything looks good, within two to three business days, you get a notification that uh, your audiobook has been set up in your portal and you're good to go. And okay. yeah, you can come to us with a book that's finished. You can come to us with a book that you're just starting. Uh, just once you have your narrator or your author or your team ready to go, you can just put that agreement through whenever you want to. So in perusing your site, it looks like the types of arrangements between rights holders and narrators can be pretty flexible. Can you take a moment and describe some of the types of arrangements you can accommodate, such as a royalty split, hybrid, etc.? Yeah, absolutely. So we have PFH of course, always as a standard agreement per finished hour. And then what I think is really unique to our service is all of our royalty options. So we have royalty hybrid, which is also known as RS plus on ACX, where you pay um, an upfront fee and then you have royalties split afterwards. You can split that in any percentage, you know, 60, 40, 80, 20, or between as many people as you would like. Hmm. Um, you can then do just a regular royalty split I should have said that one first, any way you want, however many people you want. Um, and then we also have royalties deferred, which we created. It's kind of my baby and it's not available anywhere else. And I think that really it is the future of royalty share agreements because it just provides much more security for the narrator and the producer. So with, roy with royalties deferred, Say an author can't afford to pay upfront for a book, but you really do believe, you know, you think that they're a great candidate. They, you know, they have a marketing plan and you think this is a fantastic candidate to turn into audio and everyone in the production team really believes in it. Well, you can use royalties deferred because doing a regular royalty split is pretty risky. And even royalty hybrid, there's only so much money maybe that author potentially could pay upfront. So with royalties deferred, the narrator gets 100% of the royalties until a certain amount is hit. So let's say someone's uh, rate is 250 PFH, then they have, you know, a deferred amount is paid to them in royalties until their rate has been hit. I see. So, so yeah. So, and then after that, everything goes all back to the rights holder or it can be split. We have, the other thing is that we just, whatever you want your agreement to be is what it is. So we have custom agreements. I have a client right now who did uh, $50 PFH upfront and then deferred for, I believe, $1,000. And then once $1,000 was hit, it's being split 80% rights holder, 20% narrator. Ah, Interesting. So, and that might be complicated to some people, but that's what worked for them and their negotiations. And they're mm -hmm. like, can, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Interesting. Of course. <laughs> huh. Now, one aspect that seems to differ between Audiobooks Unleashed and ACX and other audiobook production platforms that are out there is your willingness to take on book projects that are in the public domain. That's pretty exciting. 
I think one factor that slows people down from taking on a public domain project is that ACX requires that, before a book can be listed as an audiobook project, there has to be a matching ebook or print book listed on Amazon. And Amazon itself has a list of requirements that must be fulfilled in order for that version of the book in the public domain to be listed on its site. But Audiobooks Unleashed is, as I understand it, not requiring that a print or ebook version of a public domain title be available. Is that correct? That's correct. We don't require it. Anything we work with ACX personally, we have a lovely relationship with them, and anything that needs to be done on the front with Amazon, we take care of. Um, and yeah, we just take care of everything for you guys. And when it is necessary, you know, we work with the team and get things rolling. So there's no work on anybody else's part except for narrating and producing the audiobook, which is what it should be. I think that's going to be bringing a lot of really good titles into the audiobook arena. That That's exciting to me. So if I bring a public domain title to Audiobooks Unleashed as a narrator and producer, meaning that I've determined the book is indeed in the public domain, and I narrate and produce the audio files for that title. Am I then recognized as both the rights holder and narrator? So I'd collect the royalties from, shall we say, both sides of the fence? You're saying if you are in a public domain audiobook, you're right, saying? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if, if you don't, if you're the only person creating the audiobook, like if you were an author and you narrated your own audiobook, then yeah, you would be receiving 100% of the royalties, of course, minus commission. Right. Now, does that require that I have both an author or rights holder account and a narrator account? Or can a single audiobooks unleashed account accommodate multiple hats? Yep, there's no differentiation between rights holder or narrator. Okay. A single Audiobooks Unleashed account is all you need. Um, we are just separate the promo code account and the distribution account. So if you're already on the promo code site, you do have to make another one for distribution okay. since they're separate. Makes it simpler. Let's take a look at the technical aspects for a moment. What are the audiophile requirements for an audiobook that's being uploaded to Audiobooks Unleashed? Yeah, sure. And we have this all detailed on our portal as well. Um, but it is pretty much the same as ACX. I don't have it up in front of me, but okay. it is MP3 files. Um, we do ask for a certain labeling system that people might not be used to, but it's very simple and it's all explained in the portal. Um, we don't have a file uploader where you upload, you know, one file at a time and, you know, all of that. We just ask for uh, a zip file or all of the files in a folder ready to go. Oh, OK. Um, so it's really just we have a, a drive that all of the files go into once your portal is set up. You just click on it and just upload them. And that's all we really need. Um, so we ask for them labeled in a certain way. It's super easy. And if anyone doesn't know how to do it, we walk them through it the first time. Um, but yeah, MP3s, uh, 192 kbps, um, cover photos. I can do this. Cover photos, uh, at least 2400 by 2400, but we prefer 3000 by 3000. Okay. Uh, uh, 72 DPI at least. Okay. It's ACX specs for the, for the most part. There's nothing that you have to really finagle with much. So if you can get a file accepted by ACX or have it clear Stephen J. Cohen's tool, 
um, what's it called? Second opinion. You'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say if you can ne- if you can get it to clear ACX because that might not always <laughs> be at. But sh- yeah, sure. But second opinion, I would say, is a great way to check. Again, this all sounds pretty exciting. Is there anything else that you'd like to cover about the new audiobooks unleashed platform that I've neglected to ask you about? Um, I don't think so. I guess it would be a good mention. I think I mentioned it quickly that we have uh, physical distribution options as well, which I think is super cool. Um, and that just means uh, your audiobook will be in CD form. Okay. Tell me how that works. Who pays for the CDs? Where do they come from? How do you make that an option when you bring a title to the platform? So it's all automatic. It's free. It's just included in distribution. As long as you're distributing digitally with us, then you can distribute physically with us as well. Um, you, Some people were asking us if they can buy CDs from us to sell them um, directly. And no, that's not how we work. So it's manufactured on demand. So when a store like Walmart or libraries want to purchase them, then we manufacture them and send them out through our partner. Okay. And the cost of that is born how? Uh, the cost is is taken on by us and our partner. Sarah Sampino, I regret very much to say that we are out of time. I thank you for visiting with me today. Thanks so much. How and where can a listener learn more about your new distribution platform? You can just go on our website, distribution.audiobooksunleashed.com, or you can shoot me an email at info at audiobooksunleashed.com. Thanks again for visiting with us on the VoiceOver Insider podcast. And to our listeners, Julie Williams will be back in two weeks with her new interview with Lisa Biggs, who has for 20 years played the voice of a child in commercials, animation, and toys. We'll see you then. 